0: So, Will talk about this. So, like you'd mentioned, just even too as you've uh, you know moved across the country. So, for those of you just to catch you up, Will is like a world class interior architect. He does a lot of redesigns and things. You know, Josh had mentioned that you know he loves gaming. Will is never a big gamer, but he's actually the one that redesigned the IGN like employee kitchen and everything like that. So he's had a lot of great different experiences. And he even said as he's kind of shuttled the coast. After he left the cold coast of Minnesota, (laughs) (laughs) went out to the East Coast for a while, and he went to the West Coast and talked about, like, you know, obviously those are big, different culture shifts and everything Uh like that. Um, Can you talk a little bit about, because I have this thought bubbling in the back of my mind, by talking with people that are different than you, was it easier to kind of find out what you weren't? Because sometimes finding yourself is discovering what you're not.
1: You mean from the perspective of actually moving and relocate, like when I moved to create yeah. or stir that up? Well, there's yeah, moving, yeah. yeah. If and that's what the you people want,
2: that you meet, yeah. Like if that's what you want, uh, yeah. If that's the way you want to go with it. That's cool.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like leaving Connecticut. Like I had a solid core group of people that I really, you know, trusted. And as as far as friends go, you know, my parents were also there. You know, they had also relocated from Minnesota to the East Coast, and then you know, making a decision to move to California by myself and not knowing a single soul was definitely probably one of the biggest things i've ever done in my life as far as like just to jump into the water, you know, the unknown basically. Sure. Yeah, and I, honestly, that's at the age of 29 that i did that coming out here and and really not knowing anybody, that actually you know, it forces you to basically put yourself out there for one. To try to meet people as an adult is even way harder to do when you're than you're a child. You know, I just feel like there's so many more challenges that are, that are part of that because people already have their sort of core group or their sort of clicks, whatever you want to call it. And as an adult, it's like hard to squeeze into that because it's like, where? how do I even get in there? Like, what, what is the way that that works? And maybe part of it is also just this part of the country, Northern California is just a little bit different. Um, it's very eccentric. Sure. That's a good word for it. Um, it's, it's very, you know, it's very diverse. They're their
2: own. Uh, They're to their own beat of their own drummer. Yeah. Of.
1: No, they totally are. Um, it's very yeah. diverse, but it's also not at the same point. Like sure. So, yeah, I think moving to the to California definitely made me look at my own self and discover like who I am, and that's as an adult, you know, that I'm going through that point right. at 29 years old to kind of go, wait, who who am I anyway? Like, you know, what do I want out of this life? And yeah, that's that's been a yeah that's definitely been a challenge
0: gotcha yeah sometimes you catch people in the flow and in their adult life there's always changes like in middle school but if you hit folks depending where they are like they're going through different things Mm -hmm. you know they might be getting married they might be going through a breakup they might be going through a career change they might have lost a parent there's lots of other like i think life forces that come upon you as an adult and you have adult understanding of the world right you know you've had to adult you know by that point for a while and you know, pay for things and, and, you know, there's insurance and all the other kinds of things that come along with like, why do I ever have to have this in my life? But it totally does. Sometimes I think too, when adults try to connect with other adults, especially for like professional things. So like, there's always, I think a a predictable script that some people will follow when they go into professional things. Like, hi, my name is so-and-so, and and I'm going to tell you about my victory lap and this is why I'm awesome. And stuff Mm like that. And I don't, I've never known friendships to actually be based on the fact that you're awesome and I'm awesome, so therefore we're awesome together. It's like, hey, you're really good at that. Hey, thanks. Hey, you're really good at that, and it's a respect thing. That's like, you know, I'm actually really terrible at that, or I have right. zero interest in doing it. It's like that's okay, man. That's okay. you know whatever it is. You have pe- people in their in their professional pursuits will do that because they want to try to put their best face forward, and in personal relationships, people do the same thing. But when you really start to get to something authentic, is when you don't have to maintain the facade of something that you can actually show, okay, this is really who I am. Right. And then it's actually born out of honesty. It's like, okay, that's good. And, you know, what do we do with this? Well, let's do this with it. But that, that way, at least then everybody's expectations are aligned, at least to uncertain things. And, you know, it takes a lifetime of practice to build good relationships of any kind. And so it's who you want to practice that with. And um, as you encounter folks that are different than you, it requires a different set of thinking and a different set of exercises to go, oh, how do I really feel about that? And like Will said, it really makes you circumspect on the greater world around you and how other people kind of come into your world through their experiences. And it makes it a a fun
2: life. Yeah. And kind of like pivot, I think, a little bit. Like we're going to talk about, you know, we're talking about friendship. And I want to like pull this idea of the relationships like forward into our personal lives and into our business relationships because like both you and Will started small businesses. I mean, obviously, Will went out to California started a small business, and is very successful at it. So, do you think I'm going to ask this question to you, Will? Um, Do you think that having like these friendships that you had before helped you start that business and help you make those relationships?
1: A hundred percent. Because I mean, for one, my business is so people based, you know, it's relationship right. based. I feel like the reason my business is, is successful, I would say that I'm probably not the, the most skilled designer you can find in the world. I just, I, I can admit that and that's okay. I'm not saying that I'm not good at design. I can recognize right. where I am good, which I do think I am good at what I do. But I think the reason my business is really successful is because of the relationships I have with my clients, because they they don't it doesn't feel like work in a sense it doesn't feel like right I'm, I'm running the ship you're my client I'm telling you what to do and this is the way it's gonna go it's very different than that like I'm I'm in these people's lives for a long time like most of my clients you know I have from I'd say even on the low end is maybe four months and that's that's rare. To you know, two years, three years, sometimes those clients are with me. And a lot of those clients end up becoming friends of mine, you know, after the project's finished, you know, where I've been invited to dinners, to brunches at their house, you know, um, family events. Um, And I think it's because of the relationship that I've developed with the clients, but a lot of it has to do with the honesty and the transparency that I'm putting forward with them, you know, from the beginning. I definitely think that comes from the way I treat my friends and the relationships I've had with the people around me because that's exactly how I would, how I would treat my friends. And, you know, especially going to like how every client I have is so different, you know, from the lifestyle that they leave to the family they have to the religion they practice, you know, whatever the, be, like that forces me to have to really keep my mind open that I don't have any sort of barriers to prevent me from really getting to know these people. Because if I, if I can't get past a barrier like that or a disagreement and opinion, it's not going to be a successful project.
2: Right. I mean, that's it's kind of like how it, I mean, that's how life is, right? I mean, like you get to know people for who they really are and you have to accept them for that. I mean, whether, you know, you, you agree with something that they say or their political view, it doesn't really matter. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about the person. And I mean... I think that's something that maybe is kind of lost a lot of times in society, especially now, where we're so polarized into one way or the other. Like, if you're not hundred percent with me, you're against me all the time, and and it just gets the it gets really old when you think about that. But I always remember that, like being us, like our group of friends, like we spanned the gambit from every type of thought and feeling. I think between us four that you could have. But yet we were still all friends. And so I think that that really helped us. Um, and it helps it it's helped me in my professional life, too, just, uh, you know, to kind of, like, get going and actually talk to people. Like, when there's a, that one guy in the corner that's all by himself, I'll go over there and talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like, you know, that person's a valued person as well. But I always think about how, like, we were those people, you know? Yeah, like, we were those people that were on the outs, right,
0: Bri? That it, that was something when uh, as I got into my young adult life and forward and stuff like that, and I saw some folks that there's really a way that like they, they're they're valuable because they're human beings. They may have something like a social awkwardness or even like the ability to relate. And what I've always tried to do is try to find the thing that's going to draw them into a conversation or draw them out. Right. Um, because uh, my proximity with Josh, I've learned nerd culture things and, and so even with music stuff you know like um yeah i've been on uh, on something and all of a sudden like i just made a comment like it was a star trek reference and this guy like totally was not participating in this professional conversation and then like he just started gushing it's because all of a sudden like you know my eyes to your eyes because i made a star trek reference and right. i mean like he knew he nerded out way more than I ever did on that whole thing. <laughs> well, but it opened up the, the conversation.
2: First, yeah, probably the first time he's had somebody that actually related to him on a level he understood. Right. You and
0: know? T- well, it's a testament to you that if people that you work with professionally say, "Man, I'm, I'm i feel this personal connection to you," because I would imagine that, um, especially in people's homes, it's a very personal exercise to make that home reflect, like you said, that family, who mm-hmm. they are, or even the, you know whether it's a family or not. people that are living there and like how they're doing life together like that's a that's a very personal exercise to go through and even probably guide them through like how can we decide on whatever it might be if it's something like here's the the furniture or something like that i'm sure you've probably been mediator in a lot of those conversations to help people come to an agreement somewhere
1: yeah mediators Counselors, you know, it's like all of it. But it's just also just like the mix of personalities that I've been exposed to, you know, because of my my job. Like, I would I have really great clients. I'm really fortunate for it because most of mine are referrals, and I feel like that says something because the people that I've had who are great, so many people that they know who are also great people, you know. And I think right. I think, but I also do have some clients that the personalities are challenging, you know, and sometimes it's like what Josh is talking about, like it's to get something out of them, you know, or or right, what you're talking about to get something out of them, like the Star Trek reference, right? Right. I've had those clients where, like, I've been talking to, done a presentation, and I just—it's just flat. I'm getting nothing in response. I'm getting no emotion. Not even getting a negative or a positive. And it's like, (laughs) man, where is this going to go? And sometimes it takes more of a personal connection. So, like, to kind of put the work aside and go to a more personal level, and then suddenly we we have more of a connection, and they start to see where I'm coming from, and I, I start to see where they're coming from.
0: What's a, I've I've had my own personal uh, experience in the professional room where I kind of drop a personal question in, well, do you have personal questions that you ask people when there's kind of that icy veil of emotionlessness? That's a word. I just made it up now. (laughs) (laughs) What what are some things that you like will do to help draw them out? Because I think sometimes people, when you go and say, I don't even know how to start this. And it doesn't require, uh, you know, out out of the friend group, you know, you were the most extroverted all of all of us growing up. Just the people you just go out and want to talk with people, and Josh was really fine to be in his room by himself and say, <laughs> "Will can do all the talking for me. I'm over." Here. <laughs> yeah, on this podcast, uh, Josh edits out probably seventy five percent of what I say because I say too much. And <laughs> Josh makes me sound good here. <laughs> but what are some things that if you were to, if you were to talk to somebody say, "Will, I love how you are able to connect with somebody, even in a situation where the person is just tough." What are the things that you do to help? engage that person to loosen up the ice a little bit
1: i mean i honestly ask them like what excites you what 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 do you love to do that's not work that's not work that's outside of this environment you know that's outside of this house that you're in like whether that's a hobby or it's you know reading i mean what like i don't know what it is but like it's to ask those questions of like what does excite you because that's going to give me a little more insight you know, like if let's say they're an avid reader and they're, they're like an avid reader of like nonfiction, well, like what is it that they actually are interested in reading? It's going to give me a little insight about like maybe how this project is going to go, like how OCD they might be or, you know, how, how much of a challenge they could be or how I need to present to them in a way that they can understand it that will excite them. Like, cause I've had some clients where like, I just call them flatliners where you just, you, you just literally get no response. You get My response after, you know, an hour presentation and it's, it's disheartening on my end and I have to try to keep it together, you know, try to still be like very positive about it. And I have to kind of push the project aside and say, okay, like, and talk about some more personal questions. Like, what is it that excites you? Like, what do you love about your family? Like, what do you love about this house that you're in right now? Like, what does your family enjoy? What's one of the most fondest memories you guys have had at this moment in this house? You know, I think those are the things that start to make it a little more personal and things start to come out, which is really exciting.
0: Yeah, that is exciting. And it tells us that um, the contextual awareness of the environment you're coming into and learning about them also helps you guide some of your decisions and it also helps you manage like them personally because there's a lot of emotional equity that has to go into if you're going to remodel a home, if you're going to do something. There's a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of you getting poured into it.
1: Oh, Yeah no there's the the amount like i mean i was i was having a conversation the other day with <clears throat> with somebody in my my industry just about how the biggest challenge we're getting in a creative field of any kind whether that's music or design you know some some form of art is that you have to be able to take criticism and not take it personally, which is so hard right. to do when what you're giving is very personal, you know, like the creativity yes. and the part that I'm giving is very personal to me. So like it is coming from me. It's not just, I'm taking it out of a textbook and passing it along that would just eliminate my role, you know? So it's hard sometimes to just sit back and like take the criticism and then understand like, okay, what does that actually mean? And unravel it. Right. And, and, Understand like what what's what is my responseing to be in it? Doesn't have to be immediate,
2: right? So I want to ask you a question. I kind of piggyback on that with taking criticism, like like in a in a creative field. Because Brian and I, you know, this podcast we're creative with this too, but we're also doing a bunch of other things. How do you recharge yourself? Like after all that, you know, like when you're taking that criticism and Mm -hmm. you're you unravel that because it is emotionally draining. You know. how do you like recharge yourself for the next client or for the next day or even the next week?
1: I mean, honestly, some of the things that I'll actually do, like depend if it's really draining, I need to meditate. That's hands down. Sure. like something I need to do. And sometimes that's just me sitting outside of my yard and yeah. just being still putting the phone away. Like sometimes that's all it takes. Just, to take a moment and just be like, okay, this is not about me, <laughs> you know, this right, is just right. the, the response and I need to figure out a way to respond back to this response. But it's also like just diving in, like for me, because I am that extrovert, it is spending time with my friends, you know, and sure. that recharges me, like just having those moments of like, not all life is not work. Like, and that it does go back to relationships. And those are the moments that are going to kind of put me back into the realm of reality where I need to be in, be grounded
2: it's great i love that yeah because i mean that's something that um i think we all do like for example like i always like retreat into like my video games and (laughs) stuff like that you know and like a movie or just zoning out i mean i have literally sat there one time in my in my office here Watching TV or something, and Melanie comes in and goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "Absolutely nothing." <laughs> and
1: it's everything I thought it could be. You know? <laughs> but I also think it's—I think it's really good to have those moments. And you know, I feel like this is a bigger topic, probably. But sure, just the idea of like that we we're so like I feel like especially now and going back to like the social media aspect and like that everything is so like in our faces and so yeah now 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 that like we are so. I feel like as humans right now, we, we lack the ability sometimes to just rest and that's okay to be, to be restful. Mm -hmm. Like we almost feel like it's a selfish act to be like, I think it's, let me step back. It's like a selfish act is almost seen as a bad thing when it actually can be a positive thing. And I feel like oftentimes like to be selfish in a way, like that doesn't necessarily mean it's a negative thing you know like when it comes to resting and having those moments of quiet that's a selfish thing to do but it's actually a really positive you know thing to do because in the end it's going to bring a more positive result to like your attitude or how you're going to treat that client or that friend that you're going to see for dinner later that day like i think right it's good to have those moments
0: yeah because you can't pour water out of an empty pitcher there's got to be something that goes back in
1: yeah and i think like
2: part of it is as human beings i mean we're not, if you think about it, only the last like 50 years have we been like this amped up mm. where everything is always like, it's a crisis every second. It's a, you know, something happening every, and I would even go back and even say less than 50 years, but like the last 15 years probably have been since social media has come around that we all expect to want it now, want it now, want it now, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, people go to fast food and they get angry if they don't have their food before they're done ordering. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? Right. I mean, <laughs> and it's crazy. Because oh. like when we were kids, like, we unplugged a lot from that. I think people don't understand all the time that people are not digital beings. Like, we're analog creatures. Like, we're a chemical, biochemical creature that is not, this is not like our native habitat, you know? And we do need to unplug from that every now and then. And I, I've told this to Brian before. I work really hard to have lots of time to do nothing. <laughs> 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 and I like working hard, but I also like resting hard, like doing nothing. Yeah. I, I think that's awesome. Like just having a beer and sitting down and watching a movie. Yeah. Um, you know, spending time with friends and family is what, like you said, I, I do that a lot too. You know, and uh, where I think we're all kind of blessed to have uh, lots of friends and lots of family. And maybe not always close to us, but they're they're not, because of the digital world, they're not always that far away. Mm-hmm. And right. so there are good things to be in the digital world. Because, I mean, look at us, like, we're all in three, like, if you drove, we're like a, kind of like a nice, you know, triangle over the whole nation right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously. And we're,
2: we're like everywhere, yeah. but we're all together on this podcast, which is awesome. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Josh, honestly, like, what it makes me think about is the fact that You're talking about like the digital world and how we're, you know, we're analog individuals, chemical based. That whole thing that it makes me think back to like just like we were middle school and like how we would spend so much time just doing nothing in a sense, but we weren't just doing nothing. Like we were, we were connecting. We were having these conversations. Sometimes they were completely pointless and stupid, you know, silly. Because we were (laughs) middle schoolers, like we're we're teenagers. That's what we were doing, (laughs) but like. It makes me realize, like, it's almost kind of makes me a little sad because it makes you realize, like, what we do in today's world, we try to fill our lives with so much stuff, you know, whether it's doing a lot of things, because there's just so much that we can do because of technology and everything else that's, that's happened in the world, that it does make you want to slow down again, right? And to pause and to be like that teenager where you don't have... A, you know a smartphone and a laptop and an iPad and all these things to like distract you from sitting in, per- in front of the person you're with to just have a conversation about life. That's why I right. think we had such a great I always look back at our our friendship and our, my childhood and I see it as such a great time. I don't see it as a negative time at all. Like I'm, we all have our moments, right? We've all had our moments oh, yeah. as kids but like <laughs> I can legit look back and say I have I had a really great childhood. Like just I feel like I really did and it has to do with the friendships that we've
0: had. So, yeah. I, I, I would echo that too, just in terms of um, yeah, th- those friendships are the things that you could um, look, look to and relationally would help carry you through certain things, you know, celebrate with you in the good times and be with you when you're going through a time and you just need to be random for a moment and just <laughs> talk about some things, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Yeah. Well, I want to ask a question too in the creative process for you. There's obviously a lot of different things now and different ways you could probably draw inspiration and uh, you know pull that together. Where do you draw your inspiration for the creative element of your job? So when you're now sitting down and you've relationally kind of harvested the information from somebody, mm-hmm. how do you best create?
1: Oh, I mean, I feel like it's going to sound a little cheesy, maybe cliche, but I feel like a lot of my inspiration is coming from my clients. Like just... In the essence of like sure. after having those conversations and those initial sort of, you know, that initial sort of dialogue, that's where a lot of it comes from. Because I'm I'm very much, maybe I'm a little bit different in, in some of the, a lot of other designers in the sense that we're, the way I design, it's all about collaboration with my clients. That's how I really look at it. I don't really look at it. It's my job and you're the client. It's a collaboration, which means I have to have them involved. So sometimes it's, some of my clients are way more visual and they say here's five pictures that just inspire me. It might not even even be like that this photo I'm looking at of this kitchen is everything I want. I just like the way the room feels or like the way it makes me feel. And that's sort of enough for me to start to run on. um, Because a lot of my creativity starts from a function based first before it gets into like the aesthetic and the really like juicy parts of, you know, doing a remodel. So I think because I'm so function-based, and that's probably just my schooling and my background has just never left me, I think that's, it kind of allows you to kind of easily move into and shift into that more creative side, at least for me it does.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. You had said also too that you have um, if something that is in the box that you had bought recently that haven't had a chance to dust off because you've been kept busy with the work that you do. You know, Will was in band, but you also uh, played piano as well, and so... This is keyboard that you told us before we hit the record button. It's hiding out in a box somewhere, right?
1: It's brand new and it's still sitting in the box. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I thought I'd have all this time in quarantine because I honestly thought I didn't know what was going to happen initially. Right. Because you know, here in California, it still feels like we're shelter in place, even when we're technically not. But, you know, it it's September and I feel like I'm still sort of in this world where things are not reopened and a lot of people have lost their jobs and... I, I thought for the first few months that my work was just going to go downhill, you know, and I'm fortunate that I'm super busy um, that it's, but it's also now not made me want to pause and open that box and actually figure out how to reuse that keyboard again. So, right. <laughs> sure.
0: Yep. You want to keep stoking the fire while the fire is hot.
1: Yeah. Well, I think no, I too, know. a lot of people are spending
2: a lot more time at home. Yeah. And they're seeing what annoys them about their house. Oh, and they're 100%. like, how can I change this to make it better? And that's yeah. where you come in. Yeah. You know, like, they're like, oh, well, I'm doing this project. I might as well just finish this project. Yeah. And they're not going out to eat. They're not going out to the movies. They have a lot of extra money that maybe they wouldn't have had. All the otherwise. vacations are
1: not traveling. Like, those are all things. And yeah. people just are like, well, might as well spend that money on something else. Or interest rates are really low. Like, there's all these reasons, right? And right. If, if you're stuck at home. Why not make the home nicer? So I think people are finding out that home should be more of a of a place of rest than maybe they ever really used it for in the past.
2: I think so too. And I'm, I'm thinking, I was thinking this the other day, that this whole experience that we're all going through and, and wherever you live in the world or a country or wherever you live, it's different. But there's one thread that is going through it that I hear a lot of people talk about. And that is, I'm finding out what's important. That work's not always important. Uh spending time with my friends and family are what's important. That's the thing that I think the takeaway from this year should be for everybody okay. is that these relationships are what's important. This is what lasts. Uh-huh. The stuff that we do for, you know, the nine to five and just to make ends meet, it's great. I mean, I hope you have a job you love. But this is what actually matters, right? I mean, the connections we make with people. Uh-huh. And I mean that's kind of like a drop the mic moment but it's kind of true though right we're not going to drop the
0: mic and blow up people's speakers as but i think it's a good place to to kind of i think you know you can everybody here can listen to say like man these guys could go on for a long time and and we could and as part of this maybe we
2: will we'll grab somebody else eventually come on in all four of us maybe.
0: four hours later we're still talking (laughs) This is um this has been a treat to have Will on with us because we've kind of mentioned him a little bit kind of in some of the episodes, maybe not by name. I think a couple of we did. It was all positive stuff, don't worry, don't
1: worry. <laughs> I know, I've been listening.
0: <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> so Well if people wanted to kind of see your work and kind of like find out who you are, where should they go look? I mean honestly um, the,
1: a- the best place is Instagram is to look at my Instagram account because that's gonna have the most recent stuff, and and I, I for a while like, you know, Brian, I don't think you have an Instagram account for your business, right? I don't, right? I don't.
0: It's just me. Yeah. My, yeah, yeah.
1: So like, I mean, for me, a lot of designers and architects have like a separate account that's their company, and then they have their own personal one. I put it all together because I'm like, this is me. This is my business. It's it's right. my baby. It's also a part of me. So like, my designs and and who I am. My dogs, my house, all this stuff, thats it's all in the same account because it's just all who I am. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're the whole package. You're selling yourself. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, I mean, you are kind of. <laughs> yeah, because
2: you are. I mean, people want you for you. And so they want your inspiration. They want to see where you get that from. Yeah. And if uh, and what is your Instagram account, Will? It's Will Does Design.
0: So you heard it here, folks. We'll link will, that out in the yeah. show notes. As far, yes, yeah. we will. Yep. So... I think this would probably be a good place to put a comma in this conversation, and um, this hopefully will not be the last time. Actually, we know it won't be the last time that we'll have Will haunt haunt the airwaves because us as <laughs> we we'll continue on this journey together. So until next time, this is Brian
2: and Josh, and and yes. it's Will too. Oh, and, your, will. Say, <laughs> and Will and <laughs> Will
0: say that one more time. Will and Will on Curiosity. Continue.